everyone, my name is Marie Nicole. Welcome to Encouragement Notes. I hope that you would join me on this journey of discovering what God wants from your life as I pass on the lessons that I've learned in church and the lessons that I've learned in this life that God has given me. Please join me on this journey every week and I look forward to getting to know you. I hope all is going well and you're having a beautiful, blessed day today. Today, I want to bring you um, a somewhat serious episode. On Saturday, March 4th, the disability community lost their matriarch, Judy Human, who was the ultimate advocate for our community, passed away. And there were so many reasons why Judy was important to so many people. She was at the forefront of our independence movement, which actually started in 1972. It was in 72 that we gained the right to properly go to school and to be educated beyond a beyond a small um existence and so what the what the act of 1972 did the equality act of 1972 did was that it told um hospitals and housing projects and colleges that they needed to be, and high schools and elementary schools, that they needed to be, um, they needed to accommodate people that had disabilities. So what did that mean? That meant that we had the right to have a sign language interpreter if we needed it in our classrooms. We had the right to have assistance in our classrooms if we needed them. We had the right to have um, accommodations set up for us if we needed it. And also we had the right to have ramps put in place and elevators put in place for all of this to happen. But that was only on the surface level of the government. Anything that was funded by the government was covered in the Equality Act of 1972. It wasn't until 1990, July of 1990, that we gained the right to go anywhere and do anything. Um... Because the act of 1972 only covered, as I said, the things that were covered by the government. But what the ADA mandated was that all public places would have to be accessible to everyone. So they would have to have ramps. They would have to have low or no barrier entrances. 
and they would have to accommodate everyone. Nobody would be able to be turned away. And so Judy was instrumental in in this act of equality. And it was so amazing that this summer, this past summer at Rolette's Experience, I got to meet Miss Judy Human, who is Grace on Wheels. Judy and she would enter a room and it wasn't about her. That weekend, she made it a point to enter a room and ask every single person individually, what do you do? What's your story? And I remember so vividly, like it was yesterday. I still feel like it was yesterday. I remember so vividly her asking me, what do you do? But going back a little bit, I remember the moment that I first saw Judy and that our first meeting was about to happen. And our first meeting wasn't supposed to happen until the second day of Rollett's experience. But it ended up happening on the first day. Um, she was in the main ballroom with some of the rollettes and one of the team members maria opens the ballroom doors to come on out and next to her is miss judy human and so i was awestruck and i'm never struck speechless but i was struck so speechless And I remember Judy asking me, how do you feel? And I think I said something to the tune of, uh, fine. And then she asked me, what do you do? And I said, I'm a podcaster. And she said, that's wonderful. And then one of her assistants said, oh, you're a podcaster? Judy is too. We'll look you up. And I just remembered being so flabbergasted. And so overwhelmed with great, with great thankfulness and just gratitude for what this woman had done. Um, and I told her, I was able to tell her, not that day, but the next day when she did the keynote speech at, RE, how much that the ADA had meant in my life because being a little kid who was in third in elementary school, I always say that I was in third grade, but I think I was going to go into fourth grade or maybe go into third grade. But it was July of 1990 when the ADA finally became law and it passed. And I, at the time of the ADA passing, had surgery that year. So I had to leave school a little bit early. And then, um, so taking it back a little bit though, I'm getting kind of rushed here, but... 
Taking it back a little bit, though, I remember so clearly from the ages of five to maybe nine or eight that I, so from from kindergarten to the end of third grade, I always say the second half of third grade, but I have honestly no idea why I say that. So it was from kindergarten to the end of third grade that as a child with a disability and a student within the orthopedically handicapped class, that was the terminology for children in, in that time period, if you had a physical disability, um, so as a student in the orthopedically handicapped class, I had to play in the kindergarten yard, no matter what my age group was, because that was seen as being safer. So with the exclusion and the exception of my class, which was about, I think it was about 10 kids at the time. I was only allowed to play with two other people. And I still remember their names. They were my friends, Daniel and Vanessa, and they were from the class next door. Um, and I do not remember her, my teacher, or their teacher's name, but they were in the same class. And so every day at lunch and recess, they would come and play with us. So they would come and play with me. And then, um, then from then on, I was not mainstreamed at the time, so I really didn't see them except for recess and lunch. But when I went to my new school after my surgery, that loosened my muscles and allowed me to walk, um, when I went to my new school, things were so different. I didn't have to play in the kindergarten yard anymore. It was my first experience playing in the big yard with all of my friends all at once. And the word that could go along with that experience was freedom because I wasn't being overly protected. Yeah, there were people that would watch out for me and make sure I didn't get seriously hurt, but I wasn't being treated like glass anymore. And so I could be playing with all of my friends all at once. And I think fourth grade was the first time that I ever played dodgeball and got hit by a ball. <clears throat> and nobody made a fuss about it. And so... Being able to be a kid and have that freedom that a lot of kids back in that time, and maybe some of them still do, kind of take for granted. Because, yes, with our disabilities, we still have to live a little bit of a different life. But it does not mean that we have to always, always be protected. 
So what Judy and her friends did made it possible for everybody who had a disability to be able to participate in society, be able to speak their mind, talk to who they wanted to talk to. And be able to do what they wanted to do. The entire, the entirety of the Disability Rights Act from 1972 to 1990 all started because Judy was denied the right in New York City, in New York State of becoming a teacher because it was thought that she would be a fire hazard and that she would not be able to handle children if in case there was an emergency if in the case that there was an emergency and so she was denied that right so she sued New York for the right to become a teacher. And I believe she did that for three years. She taught for three years at the same school that she went to. And so Ju the work that Judy has done is amazing. But I have to tell you guys, we, the disability community, are not done yet. When Judy spoke to us, all of us women at RE22, Rolette's Experience 2022, she said we need to keep fighting. And she's right, we do, because there are so many rights that we do not have yet. And there are so many minds that we need to change because there are so many people that are quite frankly stuck in the mentality of looking at a person who uses a piece of equipment to get around and the first they th the first thing they think is poor you what kind of quality of life do you have but I'm here to be that voice that tells you that just because we need to use a piece of equipment to get around or just because we may talk differently or that we may need to use assistance to talk or assistance to walk or whatever the case may be, we do have full qualities of life. They just look very, very different. So I pray that if somebody is listening to this that has never experienced a disability or something that can be called a disability is what I like to say. Because disability can be thought of in a few ways. There are people that say, I have a disability. And that's fine because that's their point of view. And then there are people like me that say I have cerebral palsy. Cerebral palsy is considered a disability. But 
my choice in life is not to say that it is one. Because honestly, for me, speaking specifically for myself, it's only a disability on some days. Those days when I honestly cannot do a given task. And I do have those bad days where my muscles are tighter than other days. But I'm not held back by my CP. And so I want you guys to rethink. Those of you who do not deal with equipment on a daily basis. Or those of you who do not deal with some kind of chronic illness on a daily basis. Yes, it may be called an illness. Yes, it may medically be called a disability. But that does not mean that it should come with a poor you attitude from you. And I will say this one more thing is that my friend, um, one of my friends took video of a conversation that she was having with somebody. And this gentleman, and I use that term lightly, said, I'm glad I didn't end up like you. I was in that. I was in an accident, and I'm glad I didn't end up like you. And so we need, as the disability community or the disabled community, we need to step up, step out even more, and be the example that we want to see. We need to stop using certain words and we need to teach other people that are outside of the disability community to stop using those words as well and some words are like poor you or some derogatory terms that are outdated now or like crippled retard and by the way i just said a bad word you do not say that word anymore that is very, very derogatory and not being, uh, it should not be said ever. So, before you say something to a person who looks different than you, think about how you would want to be treated if you were in that situation, and I guarantee you 100%, you would not want to be treated with pity. You would not want to be looked at as if something were wrong with you. Just because you have to handle life differently does not mean something is wrong with you. So I pray that I do pray that God uses me as one of the voices to show people that disability in itself is not a tragedy. And I think, no, I don't think I know that that is what Judy's mission was. To show people, to show the world that disability in and of itself 
is not a tragedy. So, you guys, I hope that you're having a great day. Please share this podcast episode with people that need to be educated and need a reminder of the fact that we are strong people. And just pr- I just pray that if you have those um, preconceived notions of what the dis- disability community is, that you would not assume anything, but that you would start being curious and genuinely and kindly asking questions. I will talk to you guys later. I love you. And I will, I will be back soon with another episode. Take care. God bless. Bye-bye. Hi, thank you so much for listening to this episode. If you don't mind, would you follow me on my social media accounts? My Instagrams are Marie Nicole Zimmerpeeps, M-A-R-I-E-N-I-C-O-L-E-Z-I-M-M-E-R-P-E-E-P-S, and Marie Nicole Zimmerpeeps13, that is M-A-R-I-E. N-I-C-O-L-E-Z-I-M-M-E-R-P-E-E-P-S-1-3. And you can also follow me on Facebook. My Facebook account is Encouragement Notes Podcast. And lastly, you can follow all of my information that I post on the podcast on my website encouragementwithmarinicole.com I hope that you come back next time and also I wanted to ask you guys if you wouldn't mind helping me reach the goal of 3,000 listens or more by the end of the year I believe that this podcast has the potential of reaching people for Christ by the end of the year and I want to reach as many people as possible so help me get to 3,000 listens and beyond please like and share any content that you wish I'll talk to you guys later thank you so much for being a loyal listener and I will see you soon love you bye bye